Hi, and welcome to Enchantment, a Dragon Age Let's Play podcast. I'm Manny. And I'm Brandon. And this is episode 22. 22. Yeah, no joke. So, <laughs> um, two twos, one more, and we'll have a whole Power Rangers team. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, what happened last week, Brandon? Last time, we went to Ostagar. We did go to Ostagar. Yes, because uh, that was a DLC that we could do. So, we went to Ostagar. <laughs> it was all in ruins. We fought some Darkspawn. We picked up some nice armor of Kalins, And we found out that he is possibly cheating on his beautiful wife, Enora. We need like a Mori episode. <laughs> it's like, bring out Queen Enora. <laughs> no, she would think she wouldn't. Be. No, it's like King Kalen. What do they just drag out his corpse? <laughs> it's like, so ex- explain yourself, Kalen. Just, <laughs> just no. everyone just boos it. There's the buzzing of flies around. Yeah. Him. And then the Empress comes out. Boo. Oh, wow. And Loki's just like, that's a lie. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> he didn't even say anything. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, yes. Uh, we learned a few naughty tidbits of his backstory, which is a little weird, honestly, because this box was entrusted to the guy who fled Ostagar to give to a warden in case anything happened to him. Why? Like, why, why, why does he want someone to have this box of transgressions? Not that it's a box of transgressions, but it just like, it kind of airs his dirty laundry. Like, Arleman's like, Oh, Enora can't bear children. And mm-hmm. then it has Celine being weirdly familiar. Mm-hmm. And just why, why is why are these three letters the things you want to entrust to a warden in case something happens to you? Because, I don't know, like, maybe he knew that, like... That, that is just juicy. Yeah, so, so Like, juicy. I can't die without people knowing all of my juicy secrets. It's like, oh my god, so did you fucking hear? <laughs> is he just bragging? Seen? Yeah. Like, I, I hit that. And I want the world to know. (laughs) So if I don't get to tell anyone, goddammit, someone will. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Um, But that is what we did. Oh, we also gave him a burial. Yes. We gave him a nice burial. Now that we're done with that, we can head back to the camp and just have some nice, lovely camp times while we prepare for our next journey. Let's do plus four attack. I want my baby to be strong. Strong. Strong savage. Strong savage. Strong. Es un strong the goods, my boy, and I have collected. How about you say something different next discount. time? You know I'm not going to be pleased, Bowden. You try every time, and I appreciate that, honestly. <laughs> but I'm not going to be pleased, and I never will. Mm. Do you want to talk to anyone before we go? No, I'm, I'm sure we're, like, all caught up with these bastards. Oh, damn. All right, so, our next stop, Flemeth's Hut. Oh, we're going to kill that bitch. So where are we off to, Manny? We are off to go kill Flemeth at yeah. her house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So if you remember, <laughs> uh, Morgan asked us to murder her mom. Uh, her mom is Flemeth. She's you know, the Witch a, of the Wild. A very common request. Yeah, I, honestly. I so it happens so. in, like, basically every piece of media I could think of. I know, like Dumbo. <laughs> Bambi. Bambi and... You know, the, the, sis- the sisterhood of the traveling pants. Yeah. <laughs> All those have to do with trying to kill your mothers. Yes. And um, in this case, it's because Flemeth is trying to raise up Morgan, or at least the plan has always been to raise up Morgan to possess her. And that's how she keeps being alive for centuries and centuries. So Morgan's like, you know what? I have the jump on her. 
I'm not supposed to know this, but I do. So I'm going to send you over there to kill her. Um, I can't go with her because if I do, she could just possess me there. Yeah. So you guys go. Please kill my mom and <laughs> save me. So that's our next task. All right. All right. I mean, I guess we're going to have to bring Morgan with us. No. She said to go without her. Oh, go without her? Mm-hmm. When she told us to do it, she was like, you can't come. Like, you can't bring me. Okay, so we're going to bring you. Yes. So we go uh, on our way to yes. Flemeth. We choose our characters. We do. So since we can't uh, bring Morgan with us. No. Uh, we choose the team of, of uh, Alistair. Yeah. Uh, Wynn. Yes. And who was the... Who else? <laughs> I forgot who the last person was. Zevran. Zevran. Yeah, because uh, we've just beefed up our people upon returning from Ostagar. And I think Zevran had like a dagger that does extra damage. Yes, it's, it's in it, the cheese knife. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Point being, uh, we tried to bring the people who we felt were most equipped to deal with Ze- uh, to deal with Zevran. To deal with Zevran. Yeah, we're actually going to a back alley to kill Zevran. <laughs> <laughs> this, this relationship had to end somehow. <laughs> um, we brought the people we thought were best equipped to kill uh, Flemeth. So we go on our merry way to her hut with these people just to say hey and, uh, you know, give her cookies, give her a nice cast. We're like, hello, welcome yeah. to the neighborhood. Um, our- I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> yeah, our strategy is just to, like, walk up and be just, like, confront her, <laughs> which probably isn't the best option. I mean, we've never seen her in action, but it's implied that she's pretty strong. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no way this can go well, right? No, not at all. And so you return. Lovely Morrigan has at last found someone willing to dance to her too. Such enchanting music she plays, wouldn't you say? Stay silent and die, creature. Whoa. We know your little secret flat. <laughs> Which one, I wonder? What has Morrigan told you, hmm? What little plan has she hatched this time? She knows how you extend your unnatural lifespan. That she does. The question is, do you? Ah, but it is an old, old story. One that Flemeth has heard before, and even told. Let us skip right to the ending, shall we? Do you slay the old wretch as Morrigan bids, or does the tale take a different turn? What do you propose? Morrigan wishes my grimoire. Take it as a trophy. Tell her I am slain. What happens to you? I go. Perhaps I surprise Morrigan one day. Or I may simply watch. It would be interesting to see what she does with her freedom. Enlightening, even. Would you give an old woman that? What do you think? You think she'll believe that? Yeah. We believe what we want to believe. It's all we ever do. What do I get out of it? <laughs> you get to keep her for a time. Flemeth offers up a deal because um, she wants to take this opportunity and make the most of it. You know, she's like a good citizen. She's like, <laughs> you know what? Let me just, let me barter. Let me see if we can make a deal Pretty here. much. Essentially, she says, uh, instead of you attacking me, mm-hmm. what if you tell Morgan I'm dead? I give you my real full grimoire because if you remember, Morgan found out about this whole possession thing because she found a grimoire of Flemeth's, but it wasn't her full work. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you my real grimoire as a trophy, but really I won't be dead. I'm just going to run away. You you won't see me again. I might be watching, but uh, I'm basically good as dead. 
I don't think she's afraid of us in any way. Oh, no, not at all. Like, I don't think she's saying, I don't think she's bartering for her life or anything. No. She's just like, I'm curious to see what Morgan will do with, like, quote unquote, freedom (laughs) from me. So let's just pretend like she's free from me. You can go on your way and live with her the way you would and fight your dark spawn or whatever. And I'll just be around, but... She's going to go like Costa Rica or something. Yeah, I'll just have Costa Rica and I'll have a little like mirror in my pocket that magically shows me Morgan or something. It's like, oh, let me see my daughter. (laughs) Oh, look how dumb she's being. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. Um, But we came here to kill her and we're going to be true to our promise. No forget it means we kill Shay, her. Oh. What will it be then? Okay, let's let's say we kill her. Okay. Is that a big terrible thing? I mean she is trying to possess her daughter. No, let's kill her. Oh, okay. No, I don't have no, I don't do demon shit. She, I mean she's not a demon, but, but she's trying She's to doing do, demon stuff. She's doing It is a dance poor Flemeth knows well. Let us see if she remembers the steps. Whoa! She's a dragon. Have we defeated a dragon before? Uh, no. We decide to fight Flemeth, and she transforms into, well, so her whole body becomes white, just like just like the color white. Yeah. And then she grows into this huge dragon and roars at us, scares us, and then she attacks us. Oh, it's it's. It. It's not a pretty sight. No. I was not expecting this. I thought, like, oh, she's just a little old lady. She'll probably use some, like, little mage magic and stuff. <laughs> or, like, a little, like, chooch, chooch. So when you played this, you didn't know? You didn't think she would be no, a no, dragon? No. I'm, I'm very angry about it. I'm getting, uh, like, PTSD of, like, Maleficent <laughs> oh, uh, in Kingdom gosh. Hearts 1, where I kept dying because when she turned into a dragon. <laughs> uh, so, like, it's it's horrible. So you just you just don't like when old witches become dragons, do I you? don't. I don't. <laughs> it, it, it causes a lot of pain in me. <laughs> and now here you are in adulthood, still having to deal with that. I'm going to yeah. have to be dealing with it until, like, I die, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because Morgan shapeshifts. Yeah. Not into a dragon, but Flemeth is just stronger. Yeah. And it makes sense because she saved us. That's true. At Ostagar from the top of a tower. Yeah, so it makes sense that she would turn, she could turn into a dragon. Yeah, so she becomes a dragon, flies to the top of the tower, just grabs us in her little claws, and then just floops down and puts yeah. us in her hut. And it's like, oh, I love the steps. <laughs> oh, the steps. Steps. Yes. So Manny, tell us about the steps. Okay, so when we heard this line, <laughs> the way we remember it now is a little <laughs> bit over the top. Like, I thought she was like, let me see if I remember the steps. The steps. Like, she says it really slowly, but she says it in like a normal yeah. tone. So the line is, let us see if she remembers the steps. Referring to herself, mm-hmm. old Flemeth. Um, but for some reason, that stuck with us. Just yeah. like... She remembers the, the steps and then transforms into a huge dragon. <laughs> and we clearly, do, we don't know the steps. We don't know the steps. Oh, someone's dead already. Oh, 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 oh she's, she fucking. Oh, shit. So during this battle, Flemeth as a dragon. Yeah. Opens her gaping freaking mouth <laughs> and picks us up in her mouth and just violently 
like moves her head back and forth and we are just screaming in terror <laughs> and it's not just that she literally like does tricks with us she like grabs us in her mouth i'm doing the mouth motions i'm like she gags it she grabs us in her mouth and then she tosses us up like a freaking pizza pie and then catches it again and then continues to swing it around and then throws it up she's having fun she's having so much fun and all the while she's also like stopping around and all of her friends are just like defenseless it's horrifying it's like here's your friend stevon now you're so strong huh you oh think you could beat me and, you know as this battle continues we sort of you know think about if this was a good idea <laughs> yeah it's not going well and the only reason we're even alive is because win is like constantly healing us as we're being tossed up and down yeah. like a rag doll oh god maybe this wasn't the best idea oh oh this was not the best idea. Oh, I died. Win, you can do it. So maybe we shouldn't kill her. Um, I don't know what to do. We could just take the. I mean, she isn't a demon. She is a person. But she has an unnatural lifespan. She's gonna possess her daughter. That's not right. She has to die. You want to tell it to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> She's like it's whispering. not right. She has to die. She's gonna possess her daughter. I can't have that. I've watched the Even movie. Even though you don't like Morgan? Listen, if you watched the movie Hereditary, you would understand. I did not watch the movie Hereditary. You would... Did that involve possessing your daughter? What? Did that involve possessing daughters? Oh no, it's about um a demon possessed a daughter, but the grandma asked the demon to possess the daughter. Oh, why? Because the grandma's part of this demon. Oh wait, how much did we do? After we're dying, we end up back at the camp to when we last saved. And we have to, like, figure out where we are, yeah. what was the last thing we did before saving. And eventually, when we have it all settled, we have to re-enchant a few things. And we try to assemble our party again. But this time, we might have to make a few changes, try to strategize. But we are going to try again. We're going to try again. We can't just, you know, give up. Yeah. This is an important mission. Morgan, though has been very mean to us. <laughs> she, you know, she's part of our family. You know, she wants us to kill her mother. Let's kill her yeah, mother. Yeah, and you know, she's in danger. She is in danger. So now we have to help her. Yeah. So we're not going to give up. We're going to keep trying, and we just got to do a little, you know, strategizing and reapplying of our skills. Should we take a different team? I mean, Zevran's attacks are strong against dragons, but he died right away. Yeah. Should I take Leliana instead? Yeah. Indeed. Yes. Well, this time we're gonna try to negotiate. Okay. We can always come back later if we can't do it. We change up our team to see if we could possibly, you know, strategize and hopefully, mm -hmm. like, you know, adding Leliana will help us. Yeah, I mean, Zevran died right away. He did die right away. So just get him out. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. So, sorry, sorry, Zevran. Mm. Meet me in my tent later. Um, <laughs> but we change up the team and we head over Back to Flemeth for round two of the steps. And when we do, um, <laughs> we go for different dialogue options. And I don't know if it was due to autopilot or something. It was autopilot. I just, it, this again, this was uh, day seven, <laughs> yeah. but this is the second gameplay portion of day seven. So this is later at night. Yeah, we've already done the whole Oscar DLC and everything. Yeah, so um, we're kind of, like, exhausted. Even though, I think it's because the Oscar DLC, there wasn't as much to do. <laughs> so, like, if we did this first, it would have been so much better. Yeah, 
I don't think we would have been able to beat Flemeth anyway. Oh, no, 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 not at all. <laughs> but essentially, uh, she proposes her deal and says, how about that? And instead of saying an option that says, no, we're going to fight you anyway, <laughs> Manny chooses the option that says, I could do that. Yeah, I, I could do that. It's far easier this oh, wait, way, wait. don't you think? The You're going to do it? You said you wanted to fun. kill her. Yes, fun, tricking Morgan. Oh, who am I kidding? That does sound fun. I'm a bad man. Not killing Morrigan's mother. That is the more noble choice, right? Right? A tangled web you weave, Warden. I hope it's for good cause. Well, man. And we're not gonna kill her anymore. We're not gonna kill her anymore? Because of an accident? Or it because was, you wanted to? It, I want, because that was, I, it was gonna be so hard. <laughs> okay. Right. Oh, Liliana would dis disapprove. Oh, can I? It seemed like they approved. So the conversation ends with us um, having the opportunity to deceive Morgan, but that's not what we meant to do. So we go back and we talk to Flemeth anyway, and we're like, JK, we are going to kill you. That was just a misunderstanding. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I want to kill you. I'm just so sorry. Yeah. So, so sorry. This is just a mix up. <laughs> sorry. This is just so crazy. Sometimes I don't think, but I do want to kill you. Change your mind already. I change knickers less quickly. Might as well. It is a dance. Poor Flemeth okay. knows well. Let us see if she remembers. I'm surprised it disapproves. Go. Go get her. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna have to take the road of not killing her because I can't. Unless you want to try. I can try. I, I feel like I'd rather at this point just not kill her, but I'll try. Oh, God. Uh, why, Flemeth? Why can't you be a normal old lady? If she was a normal old lady, you wouldn't have Mara again. She'd just be a normal young lady, and that wouldn't be that wouldn't be fun. How old do you think Morgan is? Uh, probably like thirty-two. Yeah, I was gonna guess something. Like what do you think is the youngest? We're really starting to doubt ourselves at this point. Yeah, like we have no hope whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna have you try. Yeah, because you tried it the first two times. Mm -hmm. So now I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, but also on a tangent, yeah. as it, as we went on a tangent <laughs> in that recording, um, we were talking about who we think is the youngest yeah. of the crew. Right. So we're trying to determine like, you know, the age of every single person. So clearly Shale and Wynn are not the youngest. No, what's funny though, is that we both said Morgan would be 32. Yeah. Like, for some reason, 32 feels correct. <laughs> it feels like she is 32. I don't know what if, what it is about 32. I, I think it's because, to me... Like, why not 31? Why not 33? Why not 31? I don't know. Because she's definitely not in her 20s. She's not no, in she's her not 20s. 20s. I feel like she's so experienced mm -hmm. that she has to be so mature. Like, like yes, you're in your 20s. You're starting to mature and stuff. Yeah. But you're still... It's like... Teen, it's like teenager part two. That's what I see the twenty. <laughs> oh no! 20s. It's like your teenage years part two. I guess. I mean, when I see Morgan, I imagine her being in that like stage of adulthood. Despite, I guess, living with her mother. Yeah. But she's lived in the wilds. It's different. Yeah. So like, I she seems just very mature for her age, and I'm like, I didn't want her to be thirty because she'd be like, oh, I'm just newly thirty. Yeah. And she just knows how to. You know, she's just new to all this. Mm -hmm. So 32 sounds like the good enough number. Yeah, I don't that know she's, why. She's already two years into her 30s. <laughs> she knows how life works. And she just, she has everything down yeah. pat. You know, I bet back in her teens and her 20s, she wore a bra. Yeah. And then once she became like 29, 30, she started wearing like twine. Yes. I feel like that was an 
adult realization of hers that bras are a social construct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but we did re- we did do some research, and we do have a confirmation of one yes. character's age. Who we now think is the youngest. Yeah. Because originally we thought Stevan was youngest. Because we would say Stevan, like, based on our story and that he has an older brother and all that, I would say he's 25. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, he's definitely 25, mid-20s. Yeah. And my guess was that Alistair was older slightly, like 26, 27. But we did some research. And according to the Dragon Age wiki, (laughs) because um, I don't have any source beyond that, um, (laughs) they said he was 21 in Dragon Age Origins. So that would mean he's the youngest. Yeah. Which does feel right it feels right because my guess was that he was the second youngest and you know what it it makes sense because of his temperament and how he Mm. feels he is in his early 20s yeah he's you know new to like all like he just entered the world basically right this isn't a cartoon where your protagonist is like 16 and he's all mature no no yeah so like you're insecure in your 20s yeah um because you know you're new to everything Mm -hmm. um you're just out of high school or just out of out of gray Gray warden's camp well he was a templar he was a templar probably in his early teens yeah not early teens his late teens yeah so he still has to mature in a way i i would say if anyone who's in their (laughs) mid-20s or early 20s and you're just in your 20s yeah if you if you haven't figured anything out that's a-okay you know, your twenties. Tw- <laughs> oh, this became like life coaching. Yes. No. Listen, I'm not a hundred percent where I'm going to be at the moment. <laughs> I'm not where I want to end up. Um, oh, okay. Because you know, your twenties are your the time to learn about yourself. It's true. You grow a lot in, in your twenties. You do. And I, I see that. Like I would have said, Alistair was like mid twenties, but I also do understand twenty one. Yeah, because he he doesn't feel like a fully yeah realized adult just yeah. yet i would definitely say alistair's youngest then stevan then i would say leliana that's what i was gonna say too how old do you think leliana is uh, leliana i would say is also late 20s really i would probably say like 29 30 i would say 28 29 30 yeah, yeah because she does have more of a storied past yeah like she's been a nun she's been a bard she's been on the run she's had a very very <laughs> she's long... had a rough life yeah uh and then after leliana it would be I would say Zevran. I would Zevran. say more. Oh, yeah, Zevran. Zevran. Zevran, Zevran. Zevran, I would say, is possibly closer in age to Morgan. I would say uh, maybe like a year younger than Morgan. Or yeah, like 30, if not the 31. Same age. Yeah. Yeah. But for some reason, I would say Zevran than Morgan. I don't know why. Yeah. Morgan, I don't know. She just has. She, she fits why. 32. I don't know you why know 32 is my rock. No. Like, no. I'm more certain about Morgan being 32 than I am about <laughs> Stevan being 25 and about Alistair being 21. <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna see when we turn 32 i'll just be like guys i've just been wearing twine all day <laughs> I, I get it now i get it now and i'll just come down the steps like well well <laughs> what have we here <laughs> to my own birthday party <laughs> are you vultures waiting for my birthday cake <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why it just feels so right it does and then it would be sten win shale i agree yeah. Yeah. And that's all we have right now. Yeah. Unless Salvage. Oh, yeah. Salvage is youngest. He's our baby. Because he's a baby. He's a baby boy. I mean, he's probably like an old enough dog because he fights. Yeah. But like dogs at age 21 aren't fighting. Yeah. So he's, yeah, he's the baby. <laughs> so I guess Salvage is the youngest. Yeah. Followed by Alistair. Followed by Alistair. The two dogs. <laughs> Alistair's basically a dog, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How insulting. I mean, uh, he's Ferelden. 
Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So besides all the age talk, um, Brandon decides to, you know, take his turn to try and defeat uh, Flemeth. Yes, round three. Hello, Flemeth. Deja vu, huh? I've already turned into a dragon bitch. <laughs> She's like, I know what you're here for. You return. Fucking kill you, bitch. Die. It is a dance poor Flemeth knows now, well. Now, you would like to see Let my dance. Let us see if she steps. remembers the steps. <laughs> Come. The steps. She will earn what she takes. Let's see the steps. Dems the steps. I'm gonna do that one day at the club. Let me see if I remember the steps. Already dying. She's dead already. And Alistair. Well, we got very close. <laughs> As in, like, we started it. That's half the battle. Exactly. You can do it. Um, I'd rather just not kill her at this point. Let's not kill her. Let's not kill her. Let her live. Let that bitch live. Let her be. Oh, I'm old. But I like to possess little girls. Damn. I mean, 32-year-old girls. Little compared to her? They're kind of the same height. Okay, I'm not talking about, about, the, about, the, about the physical. I'm talking about the age. Well, Morgan does not turn into a dragon. Hey, I'm back. About the whole killing you thing. So after multiple attempts yeah. to get rid of this nasty <laughs> woman from the world... Uh, we decide, you know, let's just strike a deal. Let's, let's just do it. Let's just do it. I'm not. I'm done. I don't want to just keep going <laughs> on with this for hours and hours and hours. We have to get to Orzammar. Yeah. We need to, you know, get shit done. Flemeth can live and go <laughs> away and live in like a, a cave or like a magical moving castle. I don't care. <laughs> it's not that bad of a deal, you yeah. know? So why not? Morrigan wishes my grimoire. Take it as a trophy. Tell her I am slain. Um, I could do that. <laughs> I could it's do that. It's far easier this way, don't you think? The lies are always more fun. Oh, who am I kidding? I mean, Flemeth did save our lives. She did. Let's not forget that. You know, she saved our lives. She's a good person. And Morgan is... Like, she's, she's just as good as Flemeth. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like... The book is inside the hut, with notes and spells. The only reason she's even with us is because Flemeth sent her with us. You and I will not meet again. That I guarantee. I love that we've gotten to the point where we're just trying to rationalize our decision. <laughs> we're like, you know, maybe it's a good thing we've she, done. She's not that bad. She hasn't done that much wrong. Yeah. Sure, she's gonna possess Morgan, but do we really know that? Yeah, just brush it under the rug. Yeah, we just brush it under the rug. She saved our lives. We owe her one. Clearly, she's so afraid of us that she <laughs> doesn't even want to fight us. She's willing to strike this deal, which I'm sure that's not the reason anyway. No. But uh, let's just do it. So we do it. And she gives us a key to her hut so we can enter, get her little grimoire, and just go off on our way and pretend like we killed her. Fool! I said... No. You go inside and there's just traps everywhere. And she turns into a dragon inside. Maybe I still know the steps. The steps. Oh, there's a leather helm, but it's not very good. Um, does she really need a helm? I mean, she turns into a dragon. Robes of possession. Inside um, Flemeth's hut, not only do we find her grimoire, but we also find robes that are specific to Morgan. That I guess she just has laying around ready to gift her at any 
point she might be able to. It was a late Christmas gift. It was a late Christmas gift, of course. Maybe Morgan's birthday passed. Maybe she's 33. I don't know. Oh, no. No, she's not 33 You think she just turned 32? She just turned 32. She just hit her stride. Yeah, probably. The original intent of these robes is clear. A welcome home present from Flemeth. Designed to sap Morgan's will and ease the ancient sorceress's possession of her daughter. With Flemeth dead, uh, these robes no longer pose a danger to Morgan, but make her help those who get in her way. Those are really good robes, besides from the minus one willpower, well, though. We were able to kill her. I mean... What now? We killed her, quote-unquote. But we can't get that to Morgan. Why not? Isn't it dangerous? Why? I thought that were dangerous. It says restriction, Morgan. That means Morgan's the only one who can wear it. But, like, the actual, like, only in-game downside is that it has minus one willpower. Oh. Um, right? Well, we did it. We, we killed Morgan. We, we killed Flemeth. Oh, that's what we meant, Oh, my God. We, um, we do the deed. We see that these robes are... They're, they're meant to make Morgan more susceptible to being possessed. Yeah. According to his description. And the description says, like, upon Flemeth's death, it's no harm to her. Like, the description pretends like we defeated Flemeth, which we didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we take it with us. I was very hesitant on giving her these because I feel like I eventually like Flemeth was gonna come back and be like ah like at the end of the game yeah she could um but that's fine Flemeth's quote unquote dead it's it's fine <laughs> it's all fine um but we make our way back to camp with Flemeth's grimoire in hand ready to just deceive poor Morgan we killed Flemeth right we, wink wink we did it Woo! another successful mission perfect I think that was a huge success. Morgan, you'll never believe it. We killed her. She turned into a dragon. It was crazy. No need to check. Don't go there. <gasps> Mother's real grimoire, is it? I am glad you were able to find it after all. My thanks for retrieving it. I shall begin studying it immediately and unlock the power that it holds. Plus 13. She's gonna be burst when she finds out she's still alive. She's not um, let's give her those robes. Oh! They look like her original robes. Oh, god damn it. The twine tits. We got twine titties. Twine titties. Twine titty, bitch. Morgan's new fancy robes look exactly like her old ones. I know, it's... It's very... <laughs> disappointing. I was very much enjoying Morgan's current outfit. Which uh, um, is just an outfit. Yeah, there's, it, there's clothing. It's clothing. It's actual clothing. She looks comfortable. She looks um, warm. Yeah. Uh, Especially since um, there are some cold areas of Ferelden. You know, yeah. you don't want her to be all chilly trying to fight. Yeah. It's um, But no, she's back to being dressed in twine. Yeah. I'm happy, but you know what? I'll accept it. Yeah, because it makes her stronger. It does make so her So we're willing to... Allow Morgan to be cold if it makes her stronger. Yeah. And might make her more susceptible to being possessed by her mother, who's not actually <laughs> dead. But that's fine, right? Yeah. That, that's not going to happen. No. Why would... No. No. That's no, not going to happen. No. So, now that we've gotten that out of the way and quote-unquote killed uh, Flemeth, we can continue <laughs> on t- with the story. All right. So, do you want to do the next story mission? Let's do the next story. So, the next story which is the last of our recruitment missions, <gasps> is to visit the dwarves in 
Ozma. Is that a mine? No, it's like the Dwarven City underground. It's like a mine. I mean, it's underground. So we're off to the mines of Orzammar. <laughs> oh, gosh. They are mines. I don't care what anyone says. I mean, they do mine lyrium. Exactly. This is the thing. In every fictional like type of like movie, book, yeah. television show, Piece whenever there media. are dwarves, there are, they are mining. <laughs> I want to know where this started. Who made oh, this up? Oh, my God. I, I wouldn't know. I assume Disney with yes. Snow White. Disney. It must be it. the first time dwarves were ever used. Oh, of course. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, yes, so we're going to the uh, the city of Orzammar, where we plan on having the dwarves honor our treaties for them to help us in the blight. Yeah. And as always, I'm sure it's just going to go without a hitch. All we have to do is talk to whoever's in charge and exactly. walk right out. Yeah, it's fine. Um, on the way, though, to Orzammar, we do Well, get... we're not going straight to Orzammar. Oh, we're no, actually no, no. going to the Frostback Mountains. Oh, yes. Because that's where the gate is located. Yes, yes. Yes. So, um, good thing we're not taking Morgan with us because she's dressed in twine. So, she probably Pretty shouldn't cold. be somewhere called yeah. the Frostback Mountains. Exactly. Um, so, on the way to the Frostback Mountains, yeah. we do get a random encounter as always. We do. But this one's pretty cool, yeah. actually. So, we enter the random encounter area. You know, it's just kind of like its own blocked off place. And there are three apprentices just kind of gearing up for an attack. And by apprentices, I mean like circle people, circle magic people. And so they're gearing up for an attack. What's this? Concentrate, like we practice. Oh, these blood mages. Now, fire! Darkspawn. Oh, they're fighting Darkspawn. Oh, oh they're, they're friendlies. In this random encounter, there are three mages. Yeah. On a hill. Yeah. And it looks like, it looked when we first, the cutscene first started, like, oh mm -hmm. no, we're going to have to fight some blood mages, blah, blah, blah. Right. But actually, it is the opposite. Yeah. All these darkspawn appear, and the mages are fighting against the darkspawn, so they're helping us. Yeah, because I guess we freed the circle tower, they're ready to help against the blight, and so now in this random encounter, we have these extra mages on our side. It really feels like we're building up an army. We're gathering our forces, and these people who weren't with us in the beginning that are just around are like, we're here to help you, Warden. Yeah. It's so nice. And so we beat the battle pretty easily. Well, that was a relatively very easy... Uh... I'm very kind. Yeah, they were friendlies. I thought they were going to be like enemy. Oh, two of them died. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's sad. <laughs> Is there one alive? Maybe talk to him. There's one alive, yeah. Hi, sorry about your friends. <laughs> I'm taking these apprentices to Redcliffe. The first enchanter no, says you need every able-bodied mage for the war. They're young, but capable enough, as you saw. Um, um, they're dead. Are you sure? Are you sure? He's talking as if they're still alive. All right, bye. Have fun taking your corpses to Redcliffe. Turns out, uh, the battle wasn't as successful as we thought. Um... <laughs> The main mage was taking these apprentice mages out for a, a, a little spin <laughs> against some darkspawn. Oh my god. And they died. And he was the only one left, but he acts like they're still alive. Yeah. No, they're gone. He's like, we're going to Redcliffe to help you and join your army. And we're like... <laughs> and then like his, the two other kids are just like rotting on the ground. <laughs> they're dead. And it's like, well... Okay, whatever floats your boat. You know what's funny is that their dead bodies, the way they're positioned, as we mentioned, the mages were on a hill. So the way their bodies were on the ground, you, they might not have been in the line of sight, <laughs> like based on where the hill is. So maybe he just couldn't see their dead bodies and yeah, thought maybe. that they were just fine. And he'd be like, he's like, okay, come on, Austin and Skylar, let's go. <laughs> Austin, 
No, is the Skyler Skyler Austin. No, Skyler Aston. Skyler Aston. I was like, is that where you can't <laughs> no. But uh yeah, sadly, um, we just run away before you can realize they're dead. But if you know, if we weren't there, he could be dead too. Exactly. Because clearly true. they weren't prepared to handle it. They that. were not prepared at all. No. Um, so we continue on and we arrive at the Frostback Mountains, which is kind of similar to Soldier's Peak. It's not quite as snowy. But, you know, there's trees. It's basically a Ferelden landscape, but with a little bit more snow on the yeah. ground. In Frostback Mountain, uh, we just kind of walk along a trail. And before we can take in any of it, we're immediately attacked by bounty hunters sent from Loghain. Oh, 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 Mira, I just want a dog. Hey, guys. <sighs> Once we deal with those random bounty hunters, we, uh, <laughs> we just continue as if that didn't happen. And... We find a nice little marketplace right outside of the Orzammar gates. It's kind of tent set up and there's a mixture of humans and dwarves all talking and conversing. And um, before we get to really take in any of that, we see some gossip. And I know Manny loves his gossip. I love gossip. You love the gossip. Hi, everyone. My brother and his family made it out of Lothering. He said that the Darkspawn attacked it the very next day. Oh, the Darkspawn attacked Lothering. What? So it turns out, from this gossip that we eavesdropped on, we find out that Lothering has been attacked by Darkspawn. <laughs> um, yeah. According to the Dragon Age wiki, um, as soon as you complete one main quest after leaving Lothering, it's overrun by Darkspawn and it's no longer accessible. So I guess that's something we didn't notice, that Lothering yeah. was just removed from the map. Yeah. And I mean, that's how we found out. It's sad. Because you know what that means? What? That little boy definitely died. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah, of course. If he hasn't already died, <laughs> then he had to have. He's definitely died at what about all the people that we, like, talked to? Oh, they're dead. Do you think they're all dead, or do you think that just the town is destroyed? No, the town, I think it's half and half. Half the town is dead. Half of them have ran off. Oh, no. And, like, you know, the, the Chantry has been destroyed. <sighs> the Mazda kicked open. No! I know. They just, oh, my God, what if they took the Mazda and rammed it into the Chantry? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, this God. is awful. <laughs> This is awful, but uh, we don't have time to dwell on that because we have merchanting to do. And you know what else makes me angry, though? No, what? I can never now go inside that windmill. I thought the windmill was Redcliffe. No, the windmill, there's a windmill in Lothering. Remember? Oh, yeah, there yeah. was a windmill in Lothering. And I said, Shoot. I want to get in that windmill. I thought there was a mission in that oh, windmill. Oh, now you're never going to see the windmill. No, it's gone. It's all just for aesthetics, and now it's gone. Oh, you wish to talk to me? Surely it's a courtesy for one so well-armed to notice a lowly merchant. Aw, you live on the surface? Someone has to. Trade with other races can dry up. We surfacers are Orzammar's lifeline. Even if we're denied a cast, but they still use the goods we bring, hypocrites. That's not right. Someone should do something. Maybe it'll change by the time my children are grown. That's sad. How often do you stop in Orzammar? Twice a year. I'm confined to a trade stall in the commons, but I see enough. It's very closed in. That's so my sad. My grandfather says I've lost my stone sense. I was born topside. I don't remember having it. Oh my god. Never mind, I should go. Best of luck to you. One of these merchants we speak to kind of explains the relationship that he has with Orzmar and with the humans, and it's <laughs> very sad. It's a really messed up, like, system, yeah. and I don't like it. Um, so I'm already... I have a bad taste in my mouth of Orzammar. 
Um, yeah, essentially, this dwarf, because he left to the surface, he's like cast out. He has no cast. He's basically like no longer part of dwarven society. And yet, the merchants that are dwarves up here are the people that do commerce with other civilizations in Ferelden. So if it weren't for the dwarves up here, they wouldn't be able to get resources from elsewhere. And yet, despite relying on them, they also cast them out. It's messed up. It's messed up. Why would... How how do you... How do you run a society like this? Yeah, you're just taking the people that you rely on and totally throw them aside and they just they're forced to just live this life because they have nowhere to go yeah like the only dwarves we've ever seen are merchants is it because they're not like welcomed into human society i mean i'm not sure i mean i guess not i there wasn't really that much of like i've never seen the prejudice of dwarven dwarves in human society yeah, like we've uh, never Ferelden. we've never seen explicit like yeah like we we definitely know there is some sort of you know discrimination against the elves. That's yeah, that's been pretty explicit. Yeah, but there's nothing been like said. Yeah, to describe it, but we can see that they're not around. It, they're just merchants, and yeah. I assume those merchants are these same topside people that do business and then like share their the fruits of their labor. I guess yeah. with Orzammar. It makes no sense. Yeah. These poor dwarves are forced to be like slaves of Orzammar and they don't get anything in return for basically being the backbone of their society. Very messed up. So <laughs> um, after, you know, talking to this merchant guy, we decide to, you know, approach the gates. And when we get to the gates, we see uh, a man talking to uh, the dwarven guard. Yeah, it's like a man... With a big shield, another one with a big axe, and then a mage. And the gates of Orzmar are kind of big and mechanical, like bronze-colored. And um, it seems like we're not the only people that want in. Vieta, this land is held in trust for the sovereign dwarven kings. I cannot allow entry at this time. King Loghain demands the allegiance of the Desher, or lords, or whatever you call them in your assembly. I am his appointed messenger. I don't care if you're the king's wiper. Orzammar will have none but its own until our throne is settled. Speaking of messed up, this messenger at the gates comes from Loghain. Or should I say King Loghain? Question mark? This is... I've already had it (laughs) with Loghain's bullshit. First he sends someone to kill me. Well, no, 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 no. First he kills King Caelan. He betrays King Caelan. Then he sends someone to kill me. And all the Grey Wardens. And all the Grey Wardens. Then he just destroys my name. Just says that I'm a murderer, traitor. Besmirched. Besmirched it all over the kingdom. And now he's calling himself, oh wait, and then sends someone to kill us. And now he's calling himself king? That's disgusting. Right? Who made him king? Exactly. No one fucking put yeah. you in charge. Last I checked, we have a queen. Exactly. And it's your daughter. It's your daughter. Are you, you marrying your daughter? You, you nasty fucking fuck. pervert. <laughs> it's like the, uh, the, I had the same problem. This happened in Sweeney Todd as well. <gasps> Where he married his daughter? He married his adopted ward. <gasps> his adopted what? Like, um, <laughs> he, he, he tried to marry the mother. Oh. Um, and then the mom uh, went crazy. Oh, no. And then she took he took her daughter. No. Oh. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to marry her. No. Oh. It's gross. Oh, I don't like that. No, I don't like it either. That's basically what's happening here. I mean, probably not. <laughs> Point, I'm, I'm sure he just stepped up and was like, I assume the position of king. And now that means you're back to being a prince. 
<laughs> yeah, so like, no, you're not king. Get out of here. Yeah, I'm in charge here. <laughs> so we just have to tell this messenger, like, um, excuse me. No, even though we're not part of this conversation, because we just walk up while the messenger is dealing with it. And we don't even have time to interrupt, actually, because we don't say, um, excuse me, you're not king. We just walk up to the guard and we're like, uh, hi, I have a need to speak to your king. <laughs> like, as if someone right next to us wasn't just denied. I was like, oh, come right in. <laughs> it's like a scene where, like, a bunch of people are trying to get into a club and the bouncer's like, no, sorry, it's full. And then, like, these ladies come in like, hi, come in right now, ladies. Yes. We're just going to send up Shale with her womanly charm. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. I have urgent matters to speak with your king. Oh, go in later. Oh, right this way. <laughs> Slaps her butt. Anyway, uh, that's what we need to do. I have an urgent need to talk to your king. Who doesn't? If I don't get in, no one should. Okay. Oh, has I'm the fuck down, Indrin can return to the stone not three weeks ago, sick over the loss of his sons. The assembly has gone through a dozen votes without agreeing on a successor. If it is not settled soon, we risk a civil war. I am a great warden. The treaty obliges Orzmar to aid me. Or you could say the Great Wardens need their traditional Dwarven allies. Oh, let's say that. That's a little better. The Wardens killed King Caelan and nearly doomed Ferelden. They're sworn enemies of King Loghain. Yeah, I was a little well, nervous about bringing it up near that guy, too. That means only the Assembly is authorized to address it. Grey Warden, you may pass. Yeah! Oh. a traitor? And a foreigner? In the name of King Loghain, I demand that you execute this stain Whoa. on the honor of Ferelden. Uh, that's enough razor blade for so tough. Loghain is a traitor who killed King Kaelin Ostagar. Well, that's true. Yeah. This guy's like, he's a traitor. I demand you kill him. Like, I'm saying that he killed Who him. are you to tell other ruling forces who they should kill? You're just some messenger. What? Lies and slander. King Loghain will not suffer this. I will not suffer it. I'm his messenger. <laughs> I'm his messenger. <laughs> Who are you? Off my door. I will answer this. I'm his messenger. Oh my god. We must not exhaust. Oh, he's attacking you. Oh. So this messenger this to King, King Logan. Oh, I'm so important. Uh, attacks us. Yeah, he's just like, get rid of this heathen to the guard that is dwarven. He doesn't care about you and your fake king for you to be telling him. He won't even let you in the city. Yeah. You think he's gonna, like, listen to who you want him to kill based exactly. off no like, evidence? He's a traitor. Meanwhile, he's the traitor, but anyway, uh, he attacks us himself, and it ends about as well as you'd expect it by us beating his ass and winning. So he's dead, um, and we just go back to the gates, like, wiping our hands off. Or, okay, back to where we were. That guy annoyed me. I'm his messenger! I'm his messenger! I wish we intimidated him, it'll be funny to see him run away. You've done me a service. That fool Simrek yeah. was barking for a week. Are all humans so tired? A week he's been like you that? You are free to enter Orzammar, Grey Warden. He said, are all humans like this or something like that? And I thought it said, are all, <laughs> are all hummus? Like are all hummus like this? Yes, every hummus. I'm just a humble hummus. Once we're inside Orzammar, there's this beautiful, probably not very well-placed area. Because as soon as we walk in, it's not like there's a shaft where you go down or like steps leading down to the city or anything. It's just you end up in something called the Hall of Heroes, which for some reason, this like shrine to important <laughs> dwarven figures is the first thing you walk into. It's, it's like, I'm trying to think of a real world equivalent. 
to like when you walk in and there's just like statues of people of like important people it's like the hall of presidents <laughs> not in really disney not disney but there's no statues in the hall of presidents <laughs> The funny thing about it, I mean, this is the difference between video games in real life. Most cities in real life don't have one entrance. <laughs> right. Um, and this does. And the one entrance leads to this important hall of heroes. Do you think there's a gift shop in the hall of heroes? Every place in Freldon has a gift shop, Manny. <laughs> Including the newly opened uh, <laughs> Haven Temple. <laughs> yes, exactly. The Haven Temple. Um, what was the other temple? Oh, the Werewolf Temple. Yeah, that has now a, has a gift shop. Well, it will eventually. It we will have, have to do it. renovations after the blight's over. Yeah, but this definitely—it has to have a gift shop. These dwarves—they're all about commerce. They're all about it. Yeah. So we're in the Hall of Heroes, and there are these uh, essentially in dwarven society, they pray and regard their ancestors as opposed to deities. So the Hall of Heroes is filled with like the most important dwarven figures in history, and that's sort of who they pray to for guidance. And here we are, and we speak to someone who kind of sheds some more light on what this is and why it's important. Show respect, surfacer. You're in the Hall of Heroes, home to the best of us. Paragons, dwarves who achieve such greatness, they're considered ancestors, even if they yet walk among us. If only we had one now, a unifier. A voice like that, there would be no- I can be that unifier. So after we get the whole little spiel on how the Hall of Heroes is, you know. It's so fantastic. It's so fantastic. If only Orzammar was fantastic now. Mm. Because could you imagine we go somewhere that is in shambles and need their help, oh. but they need our help first. Um, I'm sensing a trend, are you? Um, That this whole country sucks? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Poor Ferelden. No. Everything. You know what? The most stable place? The freaking elves. They were probably more compared to what we're the about to see. Stable. Well, compared to what we're the about elves, to see. The elves, they had a keeper that was using blood magic to stay alive based on a werewolf curse. At least everyone was ignorant about it. <laughs> it wasn't like the mage tower that was just full of demons. Yeah. Redcliffe was being attacked by zombies. Yeah. I guess. I mean, they were being attacked by werewolves, I mean, but. At least in with the elves, there was love. There was a love story. Oh, there was a beautiful love story. And, and there was beautiful stories and everyone was talking with each That's other. That's true. And Danila. Yeah. I don't know how that is stable. God number four. <laughs> but anyway, we're in this dwarven civilization. Obviously, things are going wrong. A king has died. No one knows who's going to take his spot. There's two people running. No one can agree. It's in shambles. With that being said, <laughs> we enter Orzammar. Oh, boy. Into the Orzammar Commons. And it's really interestingly laid out. So we're underground. And everything is like brown and stone. It's very visually interesting. It is. Compared a, to a lot of other places. I would say, yeah, of all the places, it is very visual. It has its own personality. Oh, yeah. Like, Denerim looks like every other damn fortress slash. <laughs> like, I mean, it, it is, does look like a nice big city, but everything's stone and like yeah. gray. And it's exactly disgusting. what a town. It's like bigger Lothering, basically. Yeah. Like, yeah. And then. Bigger Redcliffe. Uh, the Elven Forest is just, you know, forest. Right, yeah. And, I mean, there was that really nice uh, temple. temple that was used <laughs> in the 1920s. That's true. Um, and the Mage Tower was just, like, the same tower yeah. as that's used, like, but in a circle. Like, this has a nice color palette. It has... It does. It's very warm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and there's kind of, like, lava. Yeah. Which is very dangerous. Yeah. I, I always thought of this, 
in video games. I know it's unrealistic and shit because I've sure. dealt I've dealt with this in Zelda. Yeah. With the Gorons and their lava <laughs> inf- infested freaking area. Okay. And now with these people living in a lava infested area. There's just like way too much lava for it to be healthy. To be healthy, I know. I feel like they'd be burning up by now. Yeah, maybe it's like um one of those like floors that's an aquarium underneath. Yeah. Like it's actually covered up and you just see through the clearness like the flow of lava under you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm imagining. But we walk right in and we're greeted immediately by um observing a political dispute, a very emotional and passionate political dispute. Hello, Orzammar. There's a lot of lava here. Very dangerous. Really? Yeah. It's like a battle. It is the assembly who makes a king, and a king who nominates his successor. None of it is carried in the blood. Or as now. How about we have someone tries using the assembly to pull a coup? They did have an election. To say what oh, my father said in his final hours, when the usurper Harriman was the only one by his side. I'll have you thrown in prison. Oh you god, it's like the 2016 election. Oh my god. I'll have you thrown in prison. I will not have Balin incite a riot. Not speak that way about the man the right who should be king! <gasps> oh! Whoa! Oh! Whoa! 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 God! So the streets are covered in blood. Oh my goodness. Of one person. So this dwarf Vin man mm-hmm. just angrily stabs this other dwarven. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, one side's like, we like Balin. The other one's like, we like Harrowmont. One of them's like, you should be in jail. <laughs> and then someone just takes out an axe and is like, I'll fucking kill you. I was like, oh, my just God. kills him. And it's, you can't even keep track of who's who. We barely even know these names yet. <laughs> it's chaotic. It's like, well, this looks like a good sign. Like, literally, as soon as we enter, there's just killing on the streets over political disputes. <laughs> and everyone just runs away. And here we are, like... What do we even do? I mean, like, should we report this? <laughs> I should just like turn around and be like, I'm done. I can't. <laughs> we don't need their help. Yeah. Although they seem ready to kill. Yeah. So they would be helpful against the yeah. squad. Oh, shit. God damn. Just kill the guy. I don't even know whose side was who. I don't even know what I even want to do now. That was violent. That was. That was so excessive. You want to die? Especially in front of outsiders. Vieta, surfacer. I'm bid to let you walk the commons, but keep your place. Warden or not, I want order. Order? Someone just killed someone. And you're telling me you want order? Well, we have no king to hear you. You can join the shouting at the assembly in the diamond quarter if you want. Bunch of Desher lords bickering over sand. Balin, Harrowmont. Is one so different? No paragons here. Sounds like Balin and Harrowmont are the ones to talk to paragons? Surfacers appoint no paragons? Truly, you're lost in all that sky. They are the best of us, declared living ancestors. If you must be our warden, at least know us. Go to the Shaper of Memories in the Shaperit, the true bright spot in the Diamond Quarter. It sounds like Belen and Harriman are the ones to talk to. They've caged themselves for fear of each other. As you've seen, keeping order down among us working people is dodgy. Balin speaks through his second, Vartag Gavorn, in the assembly. Lord Harrowmont speaks through Doolin Ferender from his estate. Can a city function like this? This man who speaks to us, who's a city guard, he acts like we came and started being rowdy or something. He's like, we welcomed you down here, visitor. Just keep the order. And it's like, 
What? People just died. It's like, uh, excuse me, if you want to keep the order, focus on your own damn people. Yeah, right we're now. just walking around and people are killing each other, and you say keep the order to us? <laughs> Ridiculous. But uh, anyway, we ask a little bit more about what that was all about, and he says that the position of king is being disputed by two people. There's Harrowmont and Balin, which to us right now is just two different names. But he says, uh, if you want anything done, you're going to have to talk to one of them. Or at least that's what we assume. But it turns out you don't talk to them. They're uh, wimps who don't get out very often. <laughs> so you have to talk through their kind of associates. So in order to speak with Balin, we would have to find someone named Vartog. In order to speak to Harrowmont, we have to find Doolin. And so if we want to progress this main quest, we're going to have to find one or both of those and figure out who we want to talk to to get their support in the Blight. All while, I guess, dodging axes. I should get going. Yes, you should. Okay. Go fuck yourself. Why are these people so mean? So after we encountered an asshole of a city guard. Yeah, so rude. So rude. I should go. Yeah, you, you should. should. Like, oh my fuck God. Yourself. We're just trying to be helpful. <laughs> Someone killed a man. <laughs> they don't give a shit. No, this is the state of Orzammar is just at a new low. It's just it's, down. I can't imagine it ever having been worse than this. Someone just killed a man and you're going to be rude to us? Take out your stress on us when there are murderers running about? Sure, I just, I just murdered someone outside, but he, he was attacked me. Exactly. <laughs> that, was self defense. that was self-defense. That was self-defense. So yeah, so after we encounter the asshole city guard, we meet up with uh, a lady. She is praying yeah. Uh, to a statue of, I believe, uh, an ancestor. Yeah. A hero. If so you will. Speak, if you will. And um, she begins to talk to us. Yeah. Why? Uh, because she has an exclamation point above her head. So, of course, we talk to her. So, this is some kind of shrine? My name is Filda, widow of Tarak of the Smith cast. This woman's name is Filda, and we interrupt her prayer to find out what's wrong. And she's like, oh, I pray here every day for my son. You see, he went to the deep roads with the Legion, which are basically a group of doors that are supposed to do that. And when they came back, he wasn't with them. And so I pray every day that he's okay. It's been five years. Can you look for him? <laughs> um, and it's like, oh, I mean, it's been five years. Yeah, I, I think you just give up at this point. Yeah, five years is a long time to be stuck in one of the most dangerous places in Ferelden. Because if you didn't know, um, we've spoken about it a while ago, but the Darkspawn originate from the Deep Roads. So yeah. that's why it's like barred off to people. People don't go down there. We have no reason even to go down there. The dwarves are always having it guarded. And that's why you need the Legion, which is actually called the Legion of the Dead, because they're basically considered dead. Dead at that point, yeah. But not to her. She prays every day for her son that he's alive. And so, of course, we say, you know, if for some reason we end up in the deep roads, we'll, we'll look we'll, for him. We'll, we'll just be like, hey, yeah. mom's looking for you. Yeah. Rock! Rock! <laughs> it's just, all the way down the deep roads. It reminds me of Jurassic Park 3 when the woman's screaming the child's name like, Ben! <laughs> Oh, the megaphone is like, bitch, there's dinosaurs everywhere. Oh, my God. That's what it's going to have to be like if we're going to find this guy. Uh, but, of course, we agree. Because why not? Yeah, we're good people. And then we continue down the road, and we find another person with a side quest. This time it's a dwarf, but he's wearing chantry robes. Maker's blessing on you, brother. I didn't think dwarves believed in the maker. 
I'm Brother Burkle of the Red Cliff Chantry, returned to my ancestors' land to spread the chant of light. I'm petitioning to open a chantry in Orzammar. Does anyone actually want that? Well, good luck with that. Let me know how it turns out. <laughs> Don't dwarves worship their ancestors or something? There is say that. resistance. It's obvious the world wasn't created by the mortal souls who dwelt within it. Yet the dwarves of Orzammar persist in worshiping their own forefathers. Whose permission do you need to open a chantry? The Shaper it controls changes in Orzammar's structure and society. I need the Shaper of Memory's permission to open a prayer meeting. I don't want to open a chantry down here. I mean, that's Tavon's religion, but like, they have their own religion. Yeah, they, we shouldn't force our religion to... Should I just say, well, good luck with that? Yes. I... Uh, never mind. I thought perhaps with another advocate... Well, if you have a change of heart, let me know. It's not our place. You know, we're down here to do to do a thing. Are you casting a spell on us? It looks like he is, right? I kind of like how this plays out because Brother Burkle, as a brother of the Chantry, which I guess he's from Topside and he came back down to spread his word. It's really weird. I didn't think... They don't believe in the Maker, right? No, they don't. This guy's just from there, so I guess he lived with it. I guess, yeah. And he's like, I want to spread my nurture to my nature. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you, can't just, you can't just walk down here and be like, I know you guys believe in ancestors, but what about this religion? <laughs> and you know what? Remember the last time we heard a story of the humans trying to bring their religion to the elves? How did that end? Oh. It ended with us making them slaves and servants and them being disconnected from their frickin' culture. <laughs> the That's my rant. <laughs> what were you saying? I was like, the church here, the chantry, has not doesn't have a good track record, really. No, I mean, they, they do good. They do good. They do good, but they have a history of trying to spread their word violently. Yeah. And so that's what makes me hesitant to be like, we'll support you to build a chantry, even though it's Devon's religion. I just feel like he would respect that boundary. Yeah. So even though this is a side quest, we're just not even going to take it on. And instead, we continue onward to find someone we'd much rather talk to, a bubbly young girl. Uh, excuse me, I, um, do you, you look like you're not from around here. Can I help you? I've been trying forever to find someone who really knows the surface world. I don't suppose you've heard of something called the Circle? Oh, Wynn's here. My companion here is a senior enchanter of the Circle. Oh, my lady, it's an honor. I've never met an actual mage. Is it true you can manipulate nature's forces with your mind? Like you were born with lyrium in your veins? Don't let the glamour fool you, child. Wielding magic is a dangerous occupation and a great responsibility. She's nice. We'd be happy to answer any question. I've been trying to reach someone there for years. I've sent missives with every caravan, but I never get a reply. I want to know if they would accept me for study. I want to say dwarves can't do magic without saying you're crazy. Why wouldn't they? No dwarf has ever studied at the Circle of Magi. I guess you never read First Enchanter Cable. Oh, that's what your hair looks like. Because the last time I thought it was just the back part. The And over time made us immune to them. So what do you want with the circle? I want to go to the circle to study. I don't want to do magic. No dwarf can cast spells, but I don't see why I shouldn't study it. It would be a valuable exchange. 
Orzammar would learn of one of the great natural forces of the surface. And the circle gains direct access to our knowledge of lyrium smithing. I can bring the circle your request. Yeah, that would sure. be wonderful. My name is Dagna, daughter of Janar of the Smithcast. Tell them I've already begun reading the Taventer Imperiums for Tikum Kadab, and it's just fascinating. Oh, Did you like know the Imperial Magister Lords once had genealogies of every human family she's known cute. to produce a mage child? She's so enthusiastic and adorable. I'm glad we're helping her. <gasps> oh, I'll go pack my bags right now. I'll be waiting by my father's shop. That was nice. That was very cute. This young dwarf named Dagna, she's probably the most bubbly character in this entire damn game. She's, I feel like she doesn't even belong in this game. She's, no. She reminds me of a children's uh, main character, like a, a character <laughs> on a, of a preschool TV show. Like, hi, I'm Dagna. <laughs> like, can, do you know where to go? Click. Do She's, you know about the Circle Tower? <laughs> Let's learn. Uh, yeah, she's just like the bright spot, especially in Orzammar, where everything is just going to hell. Mm-hmm. She's the one spot where she's just bright and bubbly, and she's so excited about yeah. her studies. She's willing to give up everything. She's willing to leave when she, dwarves go out of Orzammar. They're like, no one wants yeah, you she's, anymore. She's very. She's she has a dream. She does. And she wants to have it come true. She's, I'm so happy for her. She is the most Disney-like of all these characters. <laughs> she is. So, of course, we're gonna have to go to the Circle Tower and put in a good word for her. But uh, until then, we continue onward. Did you see that? I cannot believe what this city has come to. Finally! This would never have happened when Endrin Someone is acknowledging the fact that someone just died. <laughs> this Balin, is that King Endrin's son? Aye. What a terrible burden for a father to have only Balin left of three fine sons. The best thing about this woman that we speak to is that she's around the same area where someone just got shanked. <laughs> and she actually cares. She's like, can you believe what just happened? She's just like, you know what? She's like, I know what's going on. I don't like it. I may never have been outside of Orzammar, but I know this shit doesn't happen elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so she gives us a little bit of insight. We find out that she is a Harrowmont supporter. You remember, we can choose between Harrowmont and Balin. Those yeah. are two people being elected. Yeah, Harrowmont 940. Is that the year? 940? I think it's like 931. 931. And, uh, yes, 931 Dragon. <laughs> um, that's the year this takes place in. And so uh, we now know at least a little bit about each person. She says that Harrowmont was the chosen successor to the previous king, Edrin. So even though he's not blood, Edrin said, I want you to be king. Whereas Balin is the king's actual living son. Yeah. Um, but he's stirred with controversy because, rumor has it, he may have been behind the deaths of his two brothers who would have been the heirs. That's true. So it's all just messed up. Harrowmont's sounding like the better choice because he sounds a little less controversial. Mm-hmm. But again, it's not our place to intervene. We just want to know who to go to to get help for the bite. So after we speak with this onlooker, we actually get to talk to our bubbly little friend Dagna again. And uh, she's she- sitting in front of her father's shop where she said she'd wait for us. Oh. Oh, here's Dagna. We didn't talk to the, champ- to the circle yet, though. You're back? Ugly but it Betty. takes two weeks and four days minimum to make the journey to the what? circle tower. I don't even know that. That's what? quite impressive. It takes... Two Thank weeks and four days minimum to go to the Circle Tower from here? What? Have we really 
So every time we travel in that blood trail, it's that long? Yes, you're bleeding to death. Wow, that is crazy. What Dagna introduces is a bit mind-boggling. Yeah, so we never really thought of how much time it takes to get yeah. to place to place. We've talked about it in the sense of like, oh, I think Zevran's been around for a few weeks probably, or, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. But damn, Dagna says that it's, what was it, two weeks? Two weeks and four days. Minimum <laughs> to get to the Circle Tower. Do you know how far the Circle Tower is this, from Orzammar? Yeah, okay. It's not far. It's not far. on the, It's probably the closest to, <laughs> like, on the map. It really is the closest thing on the map to Orzammar. And it's ridiculous that we've been, like... Now it makes me feel bad because when we're like, oh, let's not go there. Like, Arl Eamon doesn't need us so quickly. It's been like months and he's still sick. And oh my God, how long has it taken us? But it doesn't make sense because they said in Redcliffe that it takes a day to get to the Circle Tower. Mm -hmm. And yet it takes two and a half weeks to get from Orzammar to the Circle Tower. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Maybe it's because they're underground. They have no concept of time. Maybe. <laughs> like, it's like what? When like we walk out, be like, dumb bitch. We we see, like, <laughs> we we just spoke to Dagna. We had one other conversation before speaking to her again. And she's like, wow, I haven't seen you in three days. <laughs> it's like, Hi, Dagna. It's like, we just saw you. Dagna, how about you walk over there and let's see how long it takes you to get there. Like two days. <laughs> over there? Dagna? Two days? <laughs> Maybe they just don't understand time. Yeah. I don't know, but this just, it messes up my whole perception of what's going on in this game. It makes me feel bad for traveling. Like, every time we try to beat a random encounter and don't, does that take off like a week of our lives? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Oh my goodness. Um. So thanks for that, Dagna. We continue through Orzammar and try to find our way to some different areas, one of them being called Dust Town. That's not even that far, because we're in the mountains, which is the top oh. left. And the circle is still, like, on the left side yeah, of the map. Yeah, so it's not even that far from us. It really isn't. How long does it take us to get back to Flemeth? A month? Oh, God. I, that blows my mind. Uh, I think I just stepped in something. Sorry, Liliana. Talk about Dust Town. Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa. Guys, come on! As soon as we step foot in Dust Town, everything goes to hell. It's, like, disgusting. It's disgusting. Leliana steps in shit. We take two steps forward and then get attacked by thugs. It's 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 awful. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. It turns out this is kind of like the poor sector mm -hmm. where all the shady stuff goes down. It's just messy, unkempt. Orzammar does not care about these people. They just let them like sit in their own rot and don't they don't treat them with any respect, give them any opportunity. This is not the Orzammar that I want to vote for. No, this is not my Orzammar. No. We need to stand up for the low caste so that they have the resources to thrive just like everyone else. Even though they're not thriving, they're shanking each other in the commons too. <laughs> so really, there's no section of Orzammar where there's not shanking I know, yeah. that we've seen. Yeah. Um, so how do we deal with those bandits? Those yeah, thugs? we just basically kill the thugs. Uh, uh, we continue through uh, Dust Town. Yeah. And we come across a lovely woman. Oh, it's a poor woman who's sitting and crying and she seems like she's in need of help. Have you a coin to spare, my lord? It's for my son. He's sick. He hasn't any clean clothes to wear or anything to eat today. Neither have I. Here's five silvers. 
buy yourself a meal. Yeah, take Thank five silvers. That a stranger would care so much when my own family barred me from their halls unless I'm willing to. But no, I can't bear to even think of it. What does your family want to do? My son's father is castless, as is he. I used to be a miner, but my parents stripped my caste and refused to accept me back. Unless I agree to abandon the child in the deep roads and pretend I never bore him. Oh, God. That's horrible. This freaking place is just... Yeah, it's like, we'll disown you unless you leave your son in the deep roads to die. This is just sad. That's awful. Should I just say that's horrible? Yeah. That's horrible. I cannot abandon my baby. The Shapers teach that only children of true lineage exist, not those born castless. Whoa. But they never carry the child. He cries like any other infant, and smiles when he's warm and full. I can't kill him because of an accident of birth, an accident I forced on him. Jeez. Girl. Maybe I could reason with your family. Wait, what? You would do that? Oh. I was, gonna, I was like, wait, one second. I want to see what else he said. I would like to see a child suffer. Then I cannot offer enough gratitude. My father is a stiff-necked man. His name is Ordell, and he's usually at Tapsters in the evening. Sounds like a stiff I do not man. think he will listen to you. He's like, hi, I have a stiff neck. And I'm not promise. happy to see you. Oh, Win approves and got massive willpower. Thank you, Win. I appreciate your sound. Thus ends another fantastic, violent episode of Enchantment. Yeah, you know, it really shows the beauty of Stefan's heart, how this episode went. Because he didn't kill. He could only kill in self-defense. Yes. He was unable to kill for the mere slaughtering of someone, say, super powerful. But, yeah. you know, someone who he tried to kill. He he can defend, but he doesn't have the heart of a murderer. Yeah. I think we learned that today. Yeah, that's, that's cute. And, you know, I feel like this is an interesting area for Stefan to be because this is a very unstable Oh my city. god. The most unstable we've seen. Yeah. And we now have all these side quests to do. We gotta help Dagna. We gotta find some kid in the deep roads it's, it's a lot it's we a gotta lot. figure out how to let this woman be accepted by her family or else she'll lose her child oh my god all while trying to find someone to help us in the blight in the middle of a perilous election <laughs> can you not wait because i know i cannot wait for it to be over <laughs> there's so much like i like the politics of ferelden I don't like the politics of Orzammar. oh no no, no no i just don't it's way too much no it's too way much. too violent it's it's just it's so cutthroat. Yeah. Like, give me some intrigue. Don't just shank people. <laughs> but uh, in order to see more shanking, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at EnchantmentCast. You can email the show at EnchantmentPodcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to support the show, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is you listen to Enchantment. So until next time, I'm Brandon. And I'm Manny. And this has been Enchantment. And enjoy the rest of your stay at Disney's Magic Kingdom, where no one gets shanked.